what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Two. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. Hello and welcome to Broken But Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Lathen and I'm delighted to be joined by the Carnage artist, Nick Davy. Ooh, good evening. And a Playboy Prince, a professional wrestler, Lance Vera. Hello. How are you, you feeling better after your week off? Oh, I am. I'm feeling, I'm feeling refreshed and ready to go. Rumour has it. Rumour has it. He wasn't actually ill, and he was actually sp- he was actually caught uh, out in a local pub. Yeah. Where did you get that rumour from? Uh, I, just, <laughs> I, I don't know. I just hear these things off the street, you know? <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> Absolutely oh. terrible. Oh, you see, you've had some pretty bad news this week, then your tag team partner has decided to retire. We should do a whole tribute show to Jack. Yeah, he has decided to retire. That was a that was a heavy one to go through. We've been talking about it for a while. Yeah. It wasn't like breaking news on the day. So did he retire because of you? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I broke you drove him. You drove him to retirement. <laughs> drove him off a cliff. Oh, poor Jack. Yeah, he had to deal with me for years. <laughs> I, was like, I, I was a complete shock to me because he's got himself in amazing shape and I was like oh this, this must be his big comeback going for single titles <laughs> and, um, yeah oh he's retiring that's a surprise <laughs> <laughs> oh, we wish Jack all the best in his retirement future endeavours the Shawn Michaels of the tag team people are saying well that'd be me because I'm the one who's still around Uh no tag partner has outlasted me, by the way. All my tag partners retire. Oh. Yeah, it's a thing. It's a recent thing, but it's still a thing. All right, so should we start with some non-WWE news? So, so headline in New Japan's Pro Wrestling's Dominion show was Shingo Taguchi versus Okada um, for the vacant IWPG World Heavyweight Championship. And um, The title was made vacant when Will Ospreay went down with an injury and was unable to compete. So now we have a new, we have a new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. Lance, were you shocked by the results? Because when we put it in the chat, you said, oh, that's a card winning then. Yeah, I, I thought Okada was definitely going to win this because, well, he's, he's the go-to guy, he's the company man, he's the John Cena of New Japan. So I thought, oh, it's a well done that he's winning here. But I did have a sneaky suspicion that he was going to lose. Yeah. Because they have been pushing Shingo for a while. See, he lost the Osprey recently, didn't it? Shingo. He did, yeah. The last show. So. so it makes you feel like they might have been building up for it. Yeah, no, I think he'll do a really good job as well. It'll be uh, interesting to see how he goes on with in Los Ingo Bernabas de Hone. I've butchered mm. that, I know, but it'll be interesting to see how they better, go on. Better than I would have done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah it'll I'm be an interesting that. one with the Naito and everything, considering he's the former IWGP heavyweight champion and intercontinental champion. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything will come of it, because at the moment they seem very supportive. Yeah. But we shall like say, I feel sh- like there's a story There's definitely a story there to be had, though. Nah, Whether they do it or not. And Shingo's a sleepy old 
get the belt and start smashing it up because he doesn't respect belts. He just doesn't <laughs> pants. That's what it was. Unless they go with Shingo loses it to Omega and then the conquered hero Akada can take it off Omega eventually. That's the Again, that would be something do. really interesting as well. Wow. That would be something good to do. Alright. Don't sound too excited. That sounds amazing. <laughs> that does sound good, man. Just Nick going, wow. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, that, that did sound a bit sarcastic, yeah, no. <laughs> as we As we all know that Will Ospreay is now going to NXT UK, going to reports. <laughs> <laughs> so Andrade made a surprise arrival on AW Dynamite on Friday night. Um, it was quickly confirmed afterward that he had signed with the company and it's revealed in his April promo that Vicky Guerrero will be his manager. So what are your thoughts on him signing with AEW and were you surprised by him being paired with Vicky? So I, I was shocked that he, he has signed already and he's appeared. <laughs> well, personally, I'm not shocked that he's with, uh, with Vicky because um, she's obviously like a, she's been a manager for years and uh, I think mm. it's probably to do with a, a language barrier that they've got in... Um, Head with us. Yeah, I, assu- I assume that there's a, it's English still isn't brilliant, so they, that's why they'd give them a manager. I'm still surprised it was Vicky though. I'm just, I, I'm sure they could have found a Spanish and English speaking, oh, do I want to say younger, but somebody like, uh, Zelina Vega esque business manager, or the, yeah. excuse me, excuse me, Vicky. I think, I think it would have been better, a better fit. Or even, um, that bloke who's been doing, um, <laughs> Um, Penta's, uh, like someone like that who's been like really like effective, like with just been a mm. bit of a bell end. So, um, it, it was really weird watching it spoiler free. It was, mm. I sort of had the same reaction as, um, as Excalibur when it happened. Um, cause I was watching it sort of on Sunday morning when I was a bit, well, a bit hung, well, just lying in my bed Sunday morning catching up on it. And, um, mm. I had to, I sort of wasn't really paying attention, but I heard when he, when she said Andrade, I was like, what? <laughs> Did you say that? And then, um, yeah, he came out. Uh, it was just a bit weird. Like, I know the whole segment was kind of weird with, like, her interrupted Mark Henry. I don't understand why. Well, yeah, it, it was all a bit kind of just a bit all over the place. Um, so. Yeah, yeah unless Andrade's going to go to a feud with Mark Henry. <laughs> <laughs> You'd like to think not. Um, but no, it, it was a bit of a, yeah, like, I, I think that's one thing they need to kind of, like, it's the same with kind of, People, I know there's a lot of criticism of the way they announced Christian Cage as well, and a, a few kind of uh, sort of surprise debuts. Unless they kind of put them in the the battle royals, um, kind of John Moxley aside, we've not really seen like them get a special kind of debut moment um, nailed on yet, in my opinion. I know it. Yeah, it, it's not, it was, it was, they haven't really had the uh, debut that's like been a moment. Like they have like uh, yeah. had like a Jericho probably like back in the day. Yeah. Oh. Even like even like when AJ Styles came out on the Rumble, it's, it's the mm. only thing you really remember about that Rumble is just it was just it's just, it's just yeah they still got no. little bits to do about moments in AEW. I think that's what they need to work on. Because apart from WWE's moments, but definitely because apart from the wild card kind of which they have at the the pay per views and the battle royals, there's not really. That's the only kind of real thing they've kind of got up there. Or when they just announce that it's going to be a new signing sort of thing, but. Um, yeah, they need to, um, I'm sure they will. <laughs> they say it's, it's, a, it's a company I've got a lot of faith in, so I certainly don't think it's gonna be, it, it's just certainly food for thought, and certainly I'm sure it's something they will pick up, but, um, yeah, uh, great to see them though in AEW. It surprised me as well, I thought they'd probably have, ho- or at least done it a bit close. I suppose it's, 
because he's got a match with uh, Omega, hasn't he, that we've mentioned on the show before in yes. August for the AAA title. Mm-hmm. So whether, um, yeah, I, I, whether, I don't know, I suspect that I mean, already you're sensing Hill, given the fact that he's what we're nine with Vicky. Um, but obviously, when he's got his match of Omega, will they? Re- I'm, I'm sure they will reference that at some point on AEW. So, yeah, mm. uh, and that's in a couple of months' time. So it'll be interesting what they what they do with him in the in the next couple of months, really, in the in the build ups of that. Yeah, I've seen you know, the way they could have done it. Because, I don't know. I know with Miro being a heel, they might it might not work, but maybe him saying that maybe in AEW could beat him, and then it's just, his music came on and the video just said Andrade, and he came out would have been more effective than... Because you could barely hear Vicky say his name. So the crowd was booing her so much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um, but yeah, no, it's, and it's, she already manages Nyla Rose as well, so... Um, and, well, she kind of showed... On the same episode as one of them, she has anything to do with this, but she showed signs of her face turn with sort of sort of bashing or putting an end to Britt Baker's celebration. So, mm. yeah, whether that means that she'll just go her own way and then it means Vicky will just concentrate on Andrade yeah so it was, it was reported in Wrestling Inc that Andrade met with um, Tony Khan right after his release because he didn't have a new compete clause in his contract so he was free pretty much straight away but negotiations okay. stalled on his demands because he pretty much wanted um, creative control and veto power over losing Oh. And it's written into his contract, written into his contract, so that so there was a compromise where he could have a, a limited amount of creative control on his finishes, which they both seem to have agreed on. But yeah, and he wants to work for companies outside of AEW as well. So so he's got, I think he's announced one date with uh, Impact as well, and I think Ring of Honor are interested in, him, and then he's got stuff with Triple A as well. Oh, oh no, try and go and work for New Japan as well. He has oh, worked there before. Yeah. Now how, how that group I can't pronounce got into New Japan. <laughs> yes. Close. Yeah. Close yeah. I can't say it. I'm not even trying to say it. I can't say it. <laughs> AW Dynamite being on Friday nights has um, a rating that's about like 400,000 viewers or something rather than the close to a million they've been getting on a Wednesday night. Yeah, that's exactly so, coffee, isn't it? Yeah, so not, does it doesn't look good for that show. They're planning on the Friday night. Was it Rampage starting in August? Was it? I think so. It doesn't look great. Yeah, for them adding an extra show on a Friday night. If I guess you could put it down to it. everyone's used to watching it on a Wednesday, and if it's people won't watch it live, but they probably record it and watch it on a Saturday. It's a noticeable drop off, but I think it also gives them credit of how well. I mean, they were smashing over a million not so long ago. So yeah, I'm sure once. Show after the um, pay per view got five hundred thousand, and then this what a four hundred thousand so it's dropped off on the second week as, again. Yeah, I, I, I think the Friday nights will, will be a struggle, and also as well, given that well, not just in the UK, but well, I suppose around kind of the world, I guess, with us coming kind of going back to normal people, especially in America, on prime time, people are probably more likely to go to a pub or something or a bar on a, yeah. on a Friday night <laughs> so uh, that, that will certainly affect viewership in America and well, to be fair in England as well it means people <laughs> might not necessarily stay up late for that so I'm not sure at the time it would have been on but I don't know if it would be on opposite Smackdown or if people are watching two hours of Smackdown so they want to watch two hours of AEW as well or the I mean, if you're, 
if you're watching SmackDown over AEW, then yeah, fair enough. But I think you need to re reevaluate what you're enjoying in your wrestling. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm convinced the people watch most. A lot of people just watch both. People watch Raw, Raw Monday, NXT Tuesday. Thank you. Yeah, AEW Wednesday, SmackDown Friday. I think that well, I'm one of them. I am one of them. I, I, I just do any, I only just find the results now for Raw and SmackDown because it's unwatchable. Um, I only, I only, yeah, NXT, AEW, and to be fair, Impact I've started watching as well since December, oh. well, since last December. They're the only shows I can actually enjoy throughout. Um, they're the only, but yeah, I, the other two I just have to find spoilers and anything that's apparently it's worth going to watch and I will just YouTube it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I was kind of enjoying SmackDown and so on. Because I said I had my brother's BT Sport for a couple of months and now he's, he's cancelled it because so the football season's finished. <laughs> nah. So. A couple of months then. Alright, so we'll be back with the first round of the quiz after work from this week's sponsor, Boosh. Today's podcast is presented by Bruce. It is an electric toothbrush that will change the way you think about brushing your teeth. With the powerful sonic technology, ultra-gentle bristles, and the Bruce redefines what it means to have super clean teeth. It's like having that feeling when you just leave the dentist. A fresh, whole mouth clean every single day. Our listeners get 15% off their total purchase with the code POD15. Follow the link in the show notes and enter the code POD15 to get your exclusive discount and upgrade your oral care routine. Hi, this is the asset Stephen Cross and you are listening to BBG, Broken But Glorious Wrestling. So it's time for the first round of a question sports entertainment. I am question master this week and I apologise because when I wrote this question I forgot what age you were. So, so I don't know if you want to tell the... Listeners, what eight or years you're born? I'm 22. <laughs> Taylor Swift song. <laughs> I'm expecting you to think that I'm not going to get a lot of things on this, but then I'm thinking. I have I'm thinking you, 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 yeah, you might, you might actually do all right. Yeah. I don't, I don't want any old school wrestling, so I'm, I'm, I'm worried <laughs> I might be in trouble. Yeah. I was going to say I probably have the best old school knowledge on the podcast. To be fair, I agree. No, it's certainly better than me. I reckon I could beat Chris as well. I reckon I have better early nineties knowledge than you, but you I don't you've got better late nineties knowledge because I didn't watch the Attitude Era. That's what about biopic. the Attitude Era? That was proved by our third birthday quiz last last year when I did get it. <laughs> oh god, you're from all right. Did I win that? Yes. Battle. Oh yeah, I did the math. That's why, I, I, that's why I, I'm on um Fourth birthday quiz this year. So on the show will be releasing on the twenty second, everybody. Alright, so so Nick <laughs> You won last time, so do you want to go first second? I will let him go first. Take that, I'll take that. I want I want yeah. you to name the ten wrestlers who appeared on the WWF in your house video game released on PlayStation and Mega Drive in nineteen ninety six. Oh okay. Um Shawn Michaels. Yes, I know this. Well, I, I, I can't know. I don't know who was in AEW or WWE. Uh, sorry, WCW or WWE at the time. Um, or WWF, I should say. Uh, Shawn Michaels. Um, Ninety-six, just before the Attitude Era started. 
Nonsense. I know this we'll, game quite well. We'll go well. for um. We'll go for Undertaker. I'm going to go for Yokozuna. Nope. Is Yoko not on it? He is in the WrestleMania game the year before. That game before. Mm. I don't think it's a different game. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, um, no. I will go for Rowdy Roddy Piper. Nope. He was on oh. WCW at the time. Oh, for God's sake. One more. We were the ten biggest stars in WWE in nineteen. Oh, well, obviously, Bret Hart. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Um. No, he's the Hitman, not the Shark Man. <laughs> right. I don't know. I don't suppose. Um. I think it's too early for him, but I'll say it anyway. Stone Cold. Yeah, slightly too early for Stone Cold. Yeah. Ninety six. Razor. I remember still in ninety six. So I'll go with Razor. Nope. Was he not around in 96? When, when did he go over to the ECW? In 95? Yeah, it was 96 he went over. Uh, oh, so he started in 96, so I joined the call once before that. Uh, just missed. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm, I think I'm thinking of the WrestleMania game. <laughs> <laughs> the one where they, like, throw, like, the Undertaker shoots out tombstones yeah. at people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> shit. What's the score? Two, Two one. My third go. Your third go. Um, I think it was WCW, but I'll say anyway. Ric Flair. Yes, he was in WW, WCW. Yeah. Oh. So no. <laughs> that means we have full sense of security then. Yeah, he went. He went. He went to WCW in '93. And he was there. Pretty much to the end, wasn't it? Yeah, he was there to the end, so he was there to the end. Sweet, I'm going to go with Mankind. Nope. No. Fucking <laughs> oh, <laughs> hell. Um. Um. <laughs> Diesel. He's less the same time as Razor Remote. For <laughs> sake. Mm. Right, last go, like. <laughs> Yeah, I could say anyone really. I don't think uh, Nick's going to get one. Um, no, I don't think I am. Mm, 96. Oh, I'm going to go with Hunter Stamsley. Yeah, there we go. Oh, I didn't think he would. I thought it would be too early for him. No, because he left WCW before the NWO got there. Um, the Big Boss Man? No. I think he was in WCW at this time as well. I think he was the... Um, WCW... <laughs> So he went to WCW as the boss, and then they went, no, you can't be the boss, because too close to being... Yeah, I think WWE tried to sue them. They went, okay, yeah. and then they made it the Guardian Angel, and then he was Big Bobber, and then I think he was just a main trainer by the end of it, just invented his name. <laughs> so, and he left. Yeah. <laughs> right, so at the end of round one, it's 3-1 to Lance. So you also could have had Amit Johnson, the British Bulldog, Goldust, Owen Hart... The Ultimate Warrior. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah of course, Mori was there because he buried um, Triple H, didn't he? Yeah, Triple H wanted to have this big elaborate match with him. He went, nah, let's wash her in 12 seconds. <laughs> yeah, and then Triple H on the, on the that burial DVD he was like, oh, how unprofessional he was. And then you know, a couple of years later on the nice. Warrior DVD is what, what a pleasure it was to wrestle over WrestleMania. <laughs> I know it was an honour to wrestle him on one and then yeah, he's he's a dickhead on the other. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was mad. Yeah. I wonder how he actually felt. 
I'm imagining it was the first one, but... Yeah. But the self-destruction wasn't... The self-destruction of the Ozzel Warrior. <laughs> I was trying to think what it was called. <laughs> yeah, self-destruction of the Ozzel Warrior. Yeah, so congratulations to the Ring one yet? Uh, not yet. No, I haven't Some yet either. I started it, but I was uh, I got preoccupied. I've got, I've got the, I've got them on series linked to the record. They've got them on record. I just haven't had a chance to watch them yet. It looks good. Mm-hmm. Well, when I say it looks good, it makes me like an arsehole. <laughs> right, so congratulations, Lance. Uh, 3-1 after the round one. Um, round two, thanks for the show. Yo, my name is Danny Reed, and you are listening to the Broken But Glorious podcast. All right, so last Wednesday afternoon, seemingly out of the blue, Ron Strowman, Alsa Black, Lana, Buddy Murphy, Ruby Riot, and uh, Santana Garrett were all released by WWE. Um, some shocking names there. Ron um, Strowman and Alsa Black were just... Alsa Black just came... They did, they did like weeks of vignettes about his dark father came out, looked like it was going to be a big feud of BE, and then he was released the next week. Yeah. He must have asked for it. Surely he must have asked for it. Oh, the interviews he's done since, it didn't look like it. He had all these yeah, plans. Exactly, yeah. No, it seemed like they had plans for him going forward as well, which makes it even more weird and... Really confusing, isn't it? And stupid and just... Uh, I, at the time when it was announced, I just, I, I just was really angry as well at the time. I mean, more when you've, you've sort of set storylines up, etc. And it just, it was more a bit of anger rather than usually when people get released, oh, okay, well, they're kind of free and they can go and work in a better company or they're, they're free to actually be used properly. But for some of these guys, I mean, as well, it's, again, it's the tough, tough of other promotions are getting really rammed that they might mm-hmm. not be able to fit in. I think, Alistair Black and Murphy, you probably, already I can think they, they will go to AEW and Impact, respectively, but Strowman was doing, was such a big name in WWE, and I, I can't really see him fitting in well in other promotions bar WWE. I thought he, I thought he was going to be a lifer in WWE, I thought he, yeah. he's just what Vince envisions in a wrestler. A big man who can wrestle and talk, what else do you want, who's funny, and will just exactly. do whatever you tell him to do. I just feel sorry for him. I mean, he had the whole bollock storyline with Shane up to WrestleMania. Um, then put in, obviously, a, um, well, you know, it's put in, a, in the triple threat scene with, with Lashley and McIntyre. And now really it's just rubbish. Yeah. I, I, I just, I, I think out of the fun, Strowman would probably more likely, if we're going to have like a, if you were to like say who do you reckon is more likely to be back in WWE before you kind of know it almost of making a surprise and saying it probably would be Strowman out of the out of the wrestlers yeah. they've put on there Strowman was on a million a year which seems to be the reason he's been let go yeah I don't know how welcome he's going to be in AEW considering he had that whole I, I don't Thank you. AEW, I just don't really see him fitting in. I just can't, I can't see him fitting I in the mould. I, I can see him. I can see him fitting in a New Japan. Yeah, I think that's definitely like like the the big foreigner. And it's something you game, yeah, it's something that they don't have at the moment. So, oh, we definitely need gear. Yeah. So, I um <laughs> the one that also really wound me up was Ruby Riot. You've got a really good women's wrestler on there. The really one, but. But then you bring Eva fucking Marie back, like well, she she can't wrestle. Like it just makes absolute no sense um, to me. Uh, just yeah, that one really pissed me off as well. Ruby Wright's a, a really talented 
wrestler. I mean, her and Liv Morgan as well were a good tag team in a, in a division that's not that hasn't got is very there. I don't know and Lana. She's been she's improved yeah. so much, and I'm quite, I was quite enjoying her and Naomi's um, team. Even though they the only thing they had in common was they both liked to dance, but I thought it was quite a fun baby face team, and they've just kind of just gutted. I just said at least them two have gutted the whole tag team division. It's just completely well, useless. Sh- what makes me more is thinking they haven't actually thought of that which I think says it all I don't think they've really gone oh, I've released them actually then maybe we might put this, these wrestlers together or, or maybe we can bunk up these guys from NXT I don't think they've honestly thought this through and so that's what yeah. makes it even more they've literally just done it and then thinking of the afters as they're going along which is just again I don't want to be one of these people who just always just wants to try and slate that do. I want really good wrestling from every promotion I watch. I want to love both promotions, but at the moment it's just getting really, it's more becoming just so, getting more wound up. I know you say this about when your football team's going through dodgy spells and, and it does kind of feel yeah. like that, but if it, it feels almost like it's gone to that toxic kind of stage where where it just almost feels like, yeah, you just, you, you, why are you actually putting yourself through this? WWE at the moment seems like they're just waiting for fans to come back. They kind of put themselves on hold and say, when fans come back, we'll have all these plans and we're going to do some brilliance when all the fans come back because that's just, it's just unwatchable at the moment. It is. And, and I, I think fair play as well. I thought actually at the start when, when this happened, I was sort of like, oh, okay, they might get going. But thinking back on it now, it really has kind of been for the, for, for, well, given how well 2020 started, by the way, I thought it was, though we were heading for a fantastic kind of year and I thought it was in a really good place. I know the pandemic it can't be helped and everything, but you only have to look at AEW and even Impact, to be fair, to an extent, have put on good shows since. But WWE actually has been appalling for over a year, well over a year and, only the TV shows are appalling. Yeah, no, yeah. Pay-per-views are great. Uh, pay-per-views are very watchable, I'll give you that. They are. They have been watchable. They have been an, an easy watch. and they've, they've been good. NXT as well has been fine. But yeah, you, they're weekly shows. I mean, when we say poor, I mean actually borderline insulting of actually of, of wrestling fans. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. I've not enjoyed Raw for... It should be the best. It should be the best. We gr- I've grown up loving it. It should be my favourite thing. I want to when it gets to Tuesday. I can't wait to watch it. Always used to be even up until well, as I say, even up until sort of the last few, yeah year or so. It's just it, it should be the thing that everyone the best wrestling show out there with mm. with, with the talent they've well, with obviously well as you could say same as SmackDown with the talent that we do have at their disposal they should be producing much better content for for the, for well, for everyone uh, for their fans and, and for, the, for the actual talent themselves but, but I yeah. just wonder one of the big things is why just for so long how can they just not get it right there must yeah. be a fundamental issue backstage because it's been going on for so long there must be a, a deeper rooted issue because you've got rid of writers multiple times. 100%. You you also made a very good point there as well, that even even Murphy and, and well, Murphy, outstanding on 205, a great wrestler. Alistair Black, immense on the indie scene, immense on NXT, goes goes to pot on the main roster. Well, we mentioned him earlier, Andrade, amazing on NXT, five star, having five-star matches against Gargano, um, and then goes up to the main oh, yeah. roster. Vince McMahon just didn't like, or just didn't understand their style. 
Yeah, but especially <laughs> Murphy and Alistair Black, I've heard. He just doesn't get it. What does everybody like about these guys? <laughs> <laughs> <There's nothing laughs> <actually> <laughs> Yeah, and Murphy got himself an incredible shape. You love him. Yeah. You're like the perfect WWE Vince McMahon guy. The shape of you, and you can do all, and you can wrestle like a cruiserweight. So you must. Oh, I don't get it. He's just slightly under two hundred and five pounds as well, isn't he? Exactly. <laughs> they're two wrestlers. I'd, I'm, I'm buzzing to see in other promotions, but. Like I say, I, I, I was more with these releases. It wasn't the case of, oh, they're free now. It was more the case of worrying that hopefully other promotions do pick them up. But then also then that also has another knock-on effect at the moment, given that these promotions that we're on about, they are very full. That It's it, it's not just the case of, oh, we don't worry, they'll be picked up. It's like other promotions are, are very full at the moment. And um, I know the good thing is with, especially certainly in America, the pandemic coming to... Uh, coming to a conclude, well, coming to a conclusion, life's slowly getting back to normal. There's going to be a lot more indie shows all around America, so that will help them out. But um, wonder yeah. if they'll take me on. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, to be fair, at the moment, have you seen SmackDown's roster? You, 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 you know, I think that you, you might even get a, you might even get on there, given how bare it is at the moment. I just imagine because you're saying there's going to be loads more indie shows in America. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> I beg your pardon. You put a list in our um, chat. I think there's seven active women. Well, uh, yeah. So, so I, I forwarded it from another um, from another chat. Uh, someone put. I don't know where, what the spreadsheet is. It looks like a formal WWE one, but. <laughs> well, they had a. Oh, they had eight. But Sonya Deville's not active, really, is she? So. No. Is she going to be seven. active again? I could see her being active. I, 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 Convinced she's going to put herself in the money in the bank match and win it. I, I was just waiting for her to um, screw someone in a line, proper line herself with Charlotte. Um, so like, screw her. I'm wondering why she isn't, she isn't active at the moment because the reason she'd left to begin with is because of the whole um, potential kidnapping thing, yeah. wasn't it? That's right. So I'm wondering why she isn't actually working now. Not sure. Maybe, well, to be fair, it's not, I mean, bringing her, I don't know if she's, no, she's certainly not, I don't know, she never left her with an injury or anything like that, but to no, be fair, her, her as an authority figure has not been too disastrous, to be honest. Uh, if they are oh, like, no, a draft, they might maybe give her and Pierce general manager roles. Um, I think that's probably what they're, they're building for. That's why they need them at the moment, isn't it? Hmm. I like, I like, there was a double act on SmackDown. I've, I've not seen what they do on Raw, but on SmackDown, I like them as kind of a Literally slightly the healed type yeah. face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just, the only thing difference is Raw, they bicker and she, she sucks up to Charlotte Flair and it pisses Adam, it pisses Adam <laughs> off. That's literally the difference. <laughs> so do you think, um, well, um, WWE draft has been revealed as gonna, um, gonna take place on, August 30th and September 3rd, so that's the Raw Smackdown. I think it's the week after SummerSlam, it's the week after that, so we'll have a week where they'll probably just have SummerSlam rematches and then we'll have a draft week. So do you think that could potentially boost ratings or... And in theory, it's early enough that if they do the 
Brown versus Brown versus Survivor Series, it'll make sense that you want to be tight for Raw rather than... Yeah. Was it last year? Yeah, before they literally moved two weeks before, and now you're like, I'm team Raw, when I was on two SmackDown two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was, I think Raw's team last year, bar one wrestler, was all from former SmackDown wrestlers from literally a few weeks before. Um, yeah. <laughs> or it might be the other way around. And I think, to be fair, respect, and I think the other way around as well. I think the majority of SmackDown wrestlers have just come from Raw. But, um, yeah, hopefully... Um, that will shake things up a bit, and I just hope they do the draft in like a good way as well this year. Like, just have Stephanie come out re- reading names, um, like, and I, I want there to be a bit more like genuine excitement sort of thing around it. With, with, I don't know, even like the one that I like how they did it with Ric Flair and Vince back, yeah, back when they first did it, and they, they came out and said, "I want this guy, I want this guy." They did like the top tens, do like oh. a proper draw rather than a shake up. Please roll the whole roster else again. I like the uh, balls. <laughs> oh, well, the Heyman, yeah, the Heyman Bischoff one. Yeah, yeah, that was my favourite one of them. I think that's more though. That's more of like kind of a, a superstar kind of shake up one. Um, I guess I don't know whether this is just going to be a proper um, where everyone's eligible and they just start naming wrestlers again like they've done the last couple. It's going to be a big. It's going to be a big thing over it, isn't it? Where it's like you can only take people who have got blue eyes and <laughs> fingernails that was it, was it 2016 where they had like a, a fake USA boardroom and then no that was 2019 yeah. I think with the robot oh. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah literally that, the same the same the same celebrations happened on Raw and Smackdown <laughs> so yeah that was a strange one that was the, the 2016 one was good with Shane and Brian um, and having Mick Foley instead, that felt fresh. That felt that's at least cool. like the way they, they, just, they had the, yeah, they took it in turns to pick, and they yeah, was like, "Raw can have three because they're three hours that you have to and then to pick your five, and then they had a match, and then do another draw." Yeah, it had a bit of legitimacy as well with the fact like adding a little cute touches in, with, like Shane ripping up paper, like going, "For Christ's sake, I was about to pick him." Um, yeah. Just what <laughs> drafts are all about, kind of. I mean, I. During the during lockdown, as well as over the last couple of years, we I, I sometimes play like sort of draft games just in a WhatsApp group where everyone like tries to pick like a best football squad sort of thing. And yeah, mm. I can't say how infuriating it is when you've hired someone up like seven picks in a row when it gets round to you and someone literally just snatches him at the last. Uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah, that, that's the whole point of drafts. You want to have that bit of real life. It's not just having the same person come out announcing the same things for like I don't know Raw and SmackDown. It just Last year just felt, again, summing up WWE at the moment, it just felt very poor and bland. I'm glad they don't do the matches where if you win, your your yeah, brand gets a pick. Because it made no sense to me. Why do you want to win a match and possibly somebody, a big name, comes over and takes your place? On the, <laughs> yeah. The back of order? It made no sense to me at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, I, like, I like doing that on your- when they had it on Universal mode and on the 2K games, that was quite fun. Yeah. Oh, that's what the meme was. That reminds yeah. me. That, 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 that photo <laughs> of the SmackDown's roster, uh, the meme was when you're on Universal mode and you run out of money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I I remember the one on the THQ games. Um, the, I think it was like WWE 12. So that was better. That was more like TV where it would do the... Um, the randomised thing and everything. Yeah, <laughs> I can't remember which one it was. Where you had, you actually had, yeah, you had, you have a match and then you won it and then and it'll do a randomised. Yeah, 
Or it might have been Spider-Man 2011. Yeah, I can't remember which game it was, but um, yeah, me and Joel used to have like to we used to do all our creator wrestlers, and he had to have all his creator wrestlers, and then we'll do the draft. We'll just <laughs> take up our rosters every couple of years. But we used to play against each other. Yeah, was Joel, yeah. oh, as, as, as the years oh. went on, Joel got better at the game. <laughs> I lost all my games. <laughs> lost all your workers. You ended up with a bare bones yeah. show. Yeah, it'll get, it'll get to, it'll get, yeah. Once you get a couple of years down the line, you'd literally have like one draft match because you, you, your roster's that small. They won't let you go any small. Got two guys wrestling each other every week. Yeah, I just have some my guys back with this job. Having to off his, uh, his pocket money so he can <laughs> give you workers back. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, hey, good brothers, this is Sunset Skip, and you are listening to the Broken But Glorious podcast. So it's time for the final of a question of sports entertainment. So, I said from <laughs> round one, Lance has three, Nick has one. So, Nick, you get to go first on this round. So, I want you to name wrestlers who wrestled at the 2020 NXT TakeOver in your house. I will go for Velveteen Dream. Yes. I'm going to go for Charlotte Flair. Yes. Io Shirai. Oh, you bastard. I'm going to go for Finn Balor. Yes. Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go for Damien Priest. Yes. Free, free. Lance has one. One, so do you want to go? You've got to carry on for pride. Oh. Nick. He tells me there's no pride left. I've beaten it out of him. <laughs> <laughs> I've crushed his spirit. Inevitable. Well, yeah, I'll name one more. Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Uh, Candice Array, maybe. Oh, actually, no, Johnny Gargano. Oh, did he get both? Which one do you want? <laughs> uh, Candice Array, because you said yeah. <laughs> okay. Paul, what? Uh, well, Johnny Gargano. Yep. <laughs> um. Okay. um Trying to think, uh, Tommaso Champa. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Five all. Congratulations, Lance. You won eight six. So you also could have had the old questions. Takota <laughs> Kai. You could have had Karrion Cross, Keith Lee, Mia Yin, Raquel Gonzalez, Shotzi Blackheart, or Tegan Knox. You got it, Nick. Uh, yeah, I'm a bit good. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> uh, Do you know what they call me? Call me number one, Mr. Google. That's what they call you, <laughs> Mr. Google. I'm just advocate. That's fucking weird. So I can't hear you. All I can hear is a, all I can hear is you clicking onto Google. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, I'm blaming it on on my internet dropping out. I've got a lag. <laughs> Uh, congratulations, Lance. So, Nick will be doing the quiz next week. Yes. Unlucky. Uh, <laughs> Hi, this is Tonga, and you're listening to Broken for Glorious. We'll finish the show of our predictions for NXT TakeOver in your house. Four matches announced so far, so we'll start with Raquel Gonzalez, Miss Ember Moon for the NXT Women's Championship. 
Um, yeah, I, th- I think it's going to be. Um, yeah, I think Raquel Gonzalez wins. Happy that Moon's back in the title pitch. Uh, uh, back in the yes. title picture. Um, I think yeah, it's, it's quite simple, but obviously with the injury, well, I don't know if Shotzi Blackheart's actually legitimately injured, but I know they kind of installed and made her. Obviously, uh, Raquel injured her a few weeks ago, but um, yeah. yeah build to this has been pretty uh, pretty pretty solid so I'm sure it'll be a good match but yeah I can't see Raquel dropping the title just yet no I think that it only makes sense that Raquel loses the title to Dakota Kai definitely um, yeah I think, I think that's, that's the only way I can see it happening so I can see Eero Shirai moving up to the main roster possibly in the, in the draft yeah definitely <laughs> I think, yeah, it'll be, I reckon, yeah, Shira, I think Shirai will go up and potentially, depending on, on how soon Dakota Kai takes off Gonzalez, maybe Gonzalez mm-hmm. might potentially go up with, with her, depending on how bare the rosters are or, yeah. Yeah. Have you heard um, the plan for Eva Marie? Is she's going to have a heavy, who's e- and the rumour is either going to be Mercedes Martinez or Piper Niven. It's going to be a heavy. Oh, oh cool. Oh, that sounds well. What, on the main roster? Oh, on the main roster, yeah. That'd be well yes. cool. Piper, Piper Nevin, that'd be well cool. That'd be interesting. Or even Mercedes, to be fair, because I think they're running out of kind of where to put her on NXT, so... Yeah, it's pretty hard. A bit Mercedes, where it's just, if you're not going to put her in the title scene, I'm not sure what, what role she can really play on NXT, unless she's going to be that. Like, yeah, uh, like a upper mid-card, jumper to the stars type of thing. Yeah, you, she, you, you can't you can't you can't go through Mercedes to get to the main events. Definitely, yeah. Mm. He should do well with Eva though. It, it, it'll be interesting because I, I liked um, Eva Marie and Nia Jax in NXT back in the day. I thought that worked really well. Then we have Cameron Grimes versus LA Knight. Cameron <laughs> Grimes. <laughs> LA Knight still still does. It just doesn't roll off the tongue for me yet. I still won't call me Eli Drake. But okay, LA Knight. I haven't got a clue. It's going to be this. <laughs> it's a tough one of who who kind of needs the win more. Um, if I was to say who needs the win more, I would say probably LA Knight. Um, I think because Cameron Grimes is so over at the moment with his kind of character gimmick, I think a defeat wouldn't be disastrous but I think another defeat for LA Knight would be a bit would be a bit more of an issue you don't want to kill Cameron Graham's steam though do you that's <sighs> true but I don't think it's got I think it's a tough one um but yeah I, I, I think I just think who who would suffer wor- more with the defeat and I think it would be LA Knight that would suffer more mm-hmm. I think so. I think that's what they, they, they I don't know what they want to do with LA Knight's that he's just there just to learn how it works and he's going to go up to the main roster because he's I think he's older than you think I think, I'm sure he must be similar age to me probably 39, 40 I think he's older than you think he is have a look on so so I re- yeah so I reckon he could be just like similar to I think Karrion Cross kind of goes to the main roster yeah, yeah, yeah I was going to say he's, he's getting on a bit mm. Yeah, like I think like how did they Daniel Priest? They had him there for like about a year just to learn how it works in WWE, and then moved him up to the main roster. I think they yeah. could do some of similar, with, and they did with Bobby Roode as well. Just he wasn't there on NXT for very long, and then just let, learn the craft. 
get your name over, move on to the main roster. Yeah. I, I can see yeah. Vince loving LA Knight because he can talk, he's funny, he can, and <laughs> he can, yeah, he's a trick. Yeah. He's, he's, he can just cut promo exactly like The Rock or exactly like Stone Cold if you want him to as well. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, so spot on. And he's a lovely bloke. I interviewed him twice. And he's, yeah. <laughs> so you've got vested interest here. Yeah, I've I've been to I've, I've been to both both lovely blokes. Cameron Grimes is deceptively huge. So, <laughs> but I've seen him on Impact. He look because he, he's in like the X division. I assumed he'd be like a cruiserweight size, but he's like six foot two, two hundred and thirty pounds or something. It's like <laughs> he's yeah, he's a lot bigger than you think he is. <laughs> Cameron Grimes. <sighs> I'm loving the Cameron Grimes gimmick at the moment. I like, I like the way they brought Million Dollar Man in. I think it's a thing for that. I it's been a stroke of genius. Mm. Alright, cards on the table. I'm going to go with LA Knight. I, I agree that Cameron Grimes can take losses at the moment because his gimmick is so fun. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay, yeah. then we have another singles match. Got Mercedes Martinez versus Zia Lee. I can I'm only scared. see Zion Lee winning this. Yeah. I'm scared. You're scared. <laughs> oh, this, person's, this person's well over 200 years old or something. <laughs> I'm, I'm liking the Zion Lee gimmick. It's really fun. I, I, I love that backstory video they had a couple of months ago. So. Mm. I always thought she was a fun character. This is just kind of added some brilliance to it. I, like, I love it. Well, it's given her an actual bit of a... Um, it's actually given her something, a bit of an actual character. Before, she was just this kind of uh, pretty good wrestler, but it's given her a bit more of like... A, especially if, if um, for, the, for the viewers who who have sort of watched kind of the mainstream war and Smackdowns, they'll kind of want something that's a bit more of a character, which is this. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that she's got a... Um, uh, that she's actually got a bit more of a kind of a character presence about her. Mm. Um, but again, equally as well, she needs a win as well at the moment, I think, because we haven't seen an awful lot of her. It's kind of been a bit sort of stop-start, it's felt, this whole thing. Mm, so I think now definitely. she needs that kind of, that kind of big win. Yeah, I, yeah, I see, I see Zia Lee winning this. I think it'd be in a really good match. So. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's a great, it's a great clash of styles, I think. So it should, should, should work very well. Yeah. No, okay, it should, it should be a good match. I, I agree that Zaylee will most likely win this as well. Before we move on to the Fatal Five way for the NXT titles, do you see either of the tag team titles being defended? Do you think it's just going to be these four um, Not the women's, um, I don't think. Well, but I think the men's, men's might. One. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think you'll get... Um, I think it'll be uh, MSK versus... Um, I've just forgotten their tag team name, but um, uh, what are they called? Um... I can't remember yeah, the Yeah, Fantasmus. I can't even remember the NXT names. Or the oh, you could, could even get, get some... Or potential... you could even get some... Or um, I wouldn't be surprised. That, yeah, it could be quite good. I think because I remember last week they had a bit of a run in all, all six of them. So I think... Um, yeah, you might get that, um, and a winner, a winner takes all. I like, I like that. 
I didn't even think about the North American Championship because he just won it so recently. I was like, oh, that's, that's it, yeah. yeah. I think, I think, yeah, in terms of winning, that's a bit harsh, winning it and then putting yeah. it into a, into a match where you're relying on others to bail you out well, to, to cook yeah. it up for you, uh, in, if we're not being, if we're not someone case, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd like, I'd like that when it takes all six months out. That could be fun. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, everything just went quiet though. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, I, and then I, I, we have could, oh, God. and we have our Fatal Five weight for the NXT Championship. So Karrion Cross versus Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano versus Pete Dunne with the various managers and stuff. <laughs> Sorry, I can't promise read them all there as well. Yeah. I, I can't read for this. This is should, should be amazing. I'm surprised Finn Balor's not in it. Did he get? To- he, he lost a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, he lost, lost um, a couple of weeks ago in a one-on-one match. So, and I think there's talk of him going back up to uh, either Raw or SmackDown. For them to do what with him? <laughs> well, yeah. Your guess well, is, is, down, uh, is as good as mine. still have that NXT UK Dublin takeover. Uh, that keeps getting delayed. Uh, I, think, uh, I think it's been pushed to October now. Oh, October? I think so. <laughs> Considering we can have all indoor venues by the end of the month. Um, yeah. Well, I, I don't know whether they're going to... I don't know. I just, I'm pretty sure I saw it as... I might have read it wrong, but I'm pretty sure I saw it as October. It's been rearranged to. Um, uh, so I was, I was only thinking that maybe they would just keep them off NXT North America just so we could head up on U- UK soon. But they're not going to have the pay-per-view anytime soon. Mm, bit of a strange one, that. But... Can you really see Karrion yeah. Cross dropping this title? I can't. I can't. I can't see it happening. So I could maybe the next one if it, if they have one like just before it's SummerSlam, and then I could see him getting called up in the draft. Yeah, but I can't see him losing it. He's what is this like his first defense? Yes. Is he first defense? Yeah. Yeah. I can't see him dropping nah, his first defense. You, 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 you don't even have a you don't have a first defense on his first reign. So you got injured as the title. <laughs> no, he's not going to lose this. And yeah, my, nah, my nice usual wrestle maths is champions don't lose in multi man matches. That's my way of thinking. So. But then I can't, I can't see who will take the pin. Oh, I can't, maybe just, yeah, Johnny Gargano is the only one I can see. I, I he's not think Gargano. See Adam Cole taking the pin. I don't know. He's only just. I, I think they want. Just... They want to keep Kyle and Cole few going. Both them looking strong. They keep uh, Pete. Mm. Pete looks amazing at the moment. So I can only see Karen Cross beating Gargano. That makes the most sense. That's, yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. I love Pete to go into like a proper feud with Finn as well. I think that would not be beast. That'd be good. Yeah. Then I don't know if, it, if you've got if you've got Finn with Pete Dawn and then Kyle O'Reilly and Cole in feuds. I don't know where where that would leave the title scene unless yeah, the winner of like Cameron Grimes and LA Knight then move on to the main event. Um, oh, that's just so much talent on No. But I'm so looking forward to this. I'm quite I'm looking forward to Monday. I'm off. I'm well. I'm not off. I'm off the following week. Oh. <laughs> yeah, same. I'm off on that month the following week. Yeah. Um, what's that, the 21st? Well, it's the supposed Freedom Day, but... Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. off on that day as well. <laughs> I think most of the nation is. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. The world's yeah, going to come to a grinding stop. I've taken a whole week off because it's Isaac, Isaac's birthday. You know? <laughs> oh, it's my birthday on the Sunday 20th. Yeah, yeah. Isaac's still on the Wednesday, so... <laughs> Me and Joel are going to, got to go to Smith's. He's given us a list of about 30 wrestlers he wants. So, <laughs> huh. so we to whittle it down to five or six, <laughs> probably. Yeah, oh, yeah. AEW, they can't, get, you can't get cheap AEW. Yeah. They're like 20 quid each, aren't they? Oh, the AEW ones are 20 quid each. You yeah. can't get cheap ones. Mm, so. I was looking at Omega the other day. Me and my work desk. I want an Orange Cassidy one. Yeah, Orange Cassidy's first on his list. But he'll say random ones. He's like, I want a Justin Gabriel. I said, What do you mean you want Justin Gabriel? <laughs> Was he even it's born in Justin Gabriel's on TV? He's just, he's just playing. We've uh, <laughs> been playing uh, uh, 2K13 quite a bit recently, and he's on that. So I think that's the only reason he's coming in his head. <laughs> so. I was going to say, I've got a Justin Gabriel thing. I'm surprised he hasn't got one because he always goes in and buys like three for fives and stuff, second hand ones. So I'm sure if he looks through his box, he's probably has got just Gabriel's. <laughs> but he was just telling me the other day ones he wants. It's only some random. Has he said he wants a Lance Rivera figure yet? No. You have to bring some out. No. The price it would cost to make, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> expensive enough to get t-shirts done that's an insight for you yeah. listening to the podcast the life of an indie wrestler it's expensive enough yeah. to get t-shirts done like alone action figures have you got any new designs in the works ooh that's telling that's telling I can't I can't reveal all my secrets because if if you come to TNT I will wear my Rants mm-hmm. Rivera t-shirt your Rants Rivera t-shirt I'll, I'll get Joel to wear his as well we can have our photo <laughs> Did you see what I captioned there for, for Instagram the other day? Um, me, you, me, you and Joel. Oh, yeah. You wrote me. It's, that was me, you and Isaac. You wrote me. Yeah, you and, sorry, Isaac. Yeah. <laughs> me, you and Nick. <laughs> I, I DM from Nick saying, that's not me. Yeah, I can't have Yeah, I thought. I don't dress up as Batman in my life. Yeah, I thought I thought with shows coming back soon, I might as well delve into the world of Instagram. So I've started my own Brit Rest journey page. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, I thought I'd just it's a way of promoting my Brit Rest interviews and then putting up my photos because I've got tons of them on my phone. So yeah, have a better time. Yeah. Get loads, but yeah, just decide. I could, I could have put them all up in one day, but I thought I'll just put a couple up each day. I don't, I'm not. Yeah. The first couple I thought I forgot to put tags in. So I was like, oh, I've got. <laughs> so and yeah, I'm still finding my way around Instagram, but yeah. So talking of t-shirts, lads, do you want to promote your t-shirts? Oh, I was going to say before, <laughs> before I promote t-shirts, that your Instagram needs more like Trevor on it. That's what it needs. Yes. That's how you drive followers and get a spike the, the engagement in the content. That's what you need. I've, got, I've, got, I've, got, I've, got, I've got a couple of Lance Rivera photos I can put up. I've got you as a rejected member. I've got, I've got, yeah, you coming out of the rumble last year. But, uh-huh. yeah, there we go. It's more. It's <laughs> more and more every day. But, on that note, on that bombshell, 
You can get your beautiful Lunch Rivera Playboy Pleasure T-shirts at lunchrivera12.bigcartel.com. And if you haven't got one already, what is wrong with you? Yeah, you can look like me. Exactly. Or better yet, you can look like me. <laughs> well, maybe. Yeah, that's a puff. Yeah, I'll, you can I'll, have me I'll on your chest. I will not. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I was wearing it on Friday. And Saturday. Yeah. Saturday. Back to that phrase, there you go. Oh dear. <laughs> Gene, oh dear. You, you need all the help you can get, you can do with me on your chest. <laughs> yeah, you can also buy BBG Wrestling t-shirts from our wrestling tea store. Um, links will be in the description below the podcast. So yeah, if you enjoy our show, follow us on Twitter, BBG Wrestling. Our website's bbgwrestling.com. You can follow me on Instagram, Brit Rast Journey. I need to put that in the description below as well. Um, yeah, as always, plenty of interviews coming up. Waiting. I've got yeah, I've got the promoter from Odyssey coming on in a couple of weeks. And, uh, yeah, it's got a lot, lot of fun stuff coming up. So. <laughs> Odyssey Pro Wrestling looks amazing. I can't, I can't wait for it to start up. Just need to figure out a way to get to Morecambe. So. It's just because I'm on it, isn't it? Because <laughs> I'm on it. That's why it looks amazing. Yeah, I can't wait. I want it. I want it. I want to go to them shows. Yeah, I'm sure Morecambe's not that hard to get to. Lovely bay, is lovely bay in Morecambe. Yeah, I've heard. It's definitely, <laughs> you could definitely walk it in at least three days. <laughs> oh, there's so much wrestling. I want to go watch the next couple of days, the next couple of months. But, oh. All of it, including but, me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully Arrest Island will announce their date soon. I think he's teasing them. I think he's just waiting for the 21st. <laughs> hopefully, that pro- uh, hopefully that prospect tournament will be in front of fans. And he'll announce new stuff soon. So. <laughs> but anyway, good night. <laughs> good night. Good night.